Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring Israel Moore's finest, Monte Hill, the pride of the Excelsior, Joe Butcher, Boy Shasky. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, the morning roast. Draymond steps down the lane, lob for Wiggins, or Kaminga, two-hand slam. Jonathan Kaminga at the rim with a dunk. Draymond with a beautiful pass. 105-101. Oh, my baby. It's Shasky, it's Bonte, it's you, the audience, it's 95-7 in the game, and the Warriors won a game last night. We're going to get to all the callers, 888-957-957, oh, uh, and shout out to everybody on YouTube, Twitch, Odyssey app, you name it, however you're watching, however you're listening. Bonte, last night the Warriors won, and it felt like a loss, and it just feels like something's got to give. They're in a really tough spot here. You're watching the greatest player in Warrior history. Yes, Wilt, I said that. Steph Curry, who just looks frustrated. And I'm seeing an animated version of Steph Curry. And the job's been tougher and tougher and tougher for him this year. I mean, he started off the game very poorly. But he ended up going on a tear in the third quarter. And it coincided with them going the young guys and, and making plays. And J.K. gets put on ice all game, sitting there waiting, 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 waiting. When is he going to come in? And then, boom, Kaminga comes in. And instantaneous spark. Instantaneous spark. And I just don't know how you could watch this team night in, night out and not get the feeling that something's got to give. And they have some redundancy on this team. J.K. needs to play more. Moody needs to play more. And Pajemski needs to have some sort of a defined role every single night. Those young players have injected some life into this team. And right now, it feels like the veterans are letting them down. Yeah, old baby, good morning, all that good stuff here at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. It's not much I disagree with there. Um, it's, it's tough to disagree with what we're seeing with this basketball team. Um, the Jonathan Kaminga out of the rotation, he's got to be a guy in the rotation no matter what. He's got to see 15 minutes. It's head-scratching, and you got to figure it out. That's what the coaches get paid for. You know, that's what Kenny Atkinson and uh, everybody else is there for. they got 10, 15 coaches there on the bench. we got to figure this out. Figure it out. Jonathan Kaminga needs to play, but this is where you go back to last year. It's like you couldn't use him last year at any point of the season. You know, you, he was playing very well. You know, those like people forget with Kaminga, and I'll pull up the splits. When Andrew Wiggins was out for two months, Kaminga started getting playing time. He started getting better and better and better. Then he was out of the playoff rotation. 
You know, and it's we saw Moody trying to defend LeBron James. Now nobody can defend LeBron James; he's an all-time great, maybe the most accomplished basketball player we've ever seen. But J.K. doesn't get to go; he doesn't get any minutes. So it's it's just strange to me that he was out of the rotation, and as soon as he comes into the game, 10-0 run, you're right back in it. Well, all of a sudden, the, the chase of the crowd is rising on; they rise as one, right? All of a sudden, they get into it, and you finish with J.K. He didn't leave the court once he checked in. It gets a team like Portland. It gets a team like Oklahoma City. It gets a team like Phoenix. You got to figure out a way to get this guy minutes because he's one of your more athletic, if not your most athletic player. He's quick. He gets the 50 50 balls. He can play above the rim. And if you put him in the post in that dunker spot, he's going to put pressure on the rim. How many tough finishes did he have in the paint? The Warriors, by the way, folks, fewest points paint, uh, paint to the point. Or points in the paint, all in the NBA. They're the worst team when it comes to points in the I paint. Mean, but who, who on their team? I mean, even Looney struggles to to score which, in the paint, the, which is why it's mind boggling that Kaminga does play. And that that little left handed hook shot that he had after the spin move was absolutely filthy. Look, this is my solution because I want to hear solutions. Like, what do you do? What do you do if you're the Warriors? My solution is this: if we're not making the trade. I got Wiggins and Clay Thompson, and I'm oscillating. So they're going 20 minutes a game each. Moody and Kaminga getting their 20 minutes a game each. And then the remaining 10 for each of those positions is getting split up based on what these guys are doing on a given night, right? Like, it's no longer Wiggins and Clay have to play more than Moody and Kaminga. Now it's like we're going to get equal playing time, and based off what I'm seeing on a given night, I'm going to roll five or six minutes in this direction or five or six minutes in the other direction, and the other guy's just going to have to suck it up. What? And whether that comes at somebody's feelings or not, the expense of their feelings, I really don't give a damn. Well, here's Steve Kerr yesterday. He said it's hard to predict the rotation every single night. Every night's going to be different with this team. That's what I'm finding out. You know, what we what we need each night seems to be different depending on the matchup, depending on how the game's going. It's hard to predict what's going to happen each night. It's also hard to play 10 or 11 guys. So I, I don't think we know. You know, I, I think I said it to you guys last week. I mean, we have a, a, a deep team, a uh, deep roster, but we don't have roster clarity in terms of, you know, who's, who's going to play every single night. And so everybody's just got to stay ready. And I'm really proud of J.K. that, that he he did that, and he was really the, the the reason we won. Speaking of J.K., here's Steve Kerr on J.K.'s performance. He was great. He was uh, the key to the game. Uh, he stayed ready. He was out of the rotation just because uh, it's hard to play ten guys. And uh, you know, frankly, you know, Brandon and and uh, Moses have earned the minutes they're getting, and we obviously needed him. You know, this the the game called for J.K. Just with Portland's youth and athleticism, we needed to be able to uh, to match that and be able to score against their switches. And um, so I was so happy for J.K. Uh, that he stayed ready. You know, came in and produced the way he did. JK, how'd you stay ready? I mean, I'm always ready. So regardless, anytime, if my name haven't been called, but like I always say, I'm a professional. I know my job. I know my role. All that matters is just go out there and finish the job. And then he was asked if he felt like he needed to go in and give the Warriors a jolt. Doing whatever I just did out there. I mean, that's that's our job, young guys. I mean, you see Moses. You see the things he's been doing lately. You see in BP. And obviously the things I just went out there and did for the team. We're the young guys. I mean, we're supposed to help our team, bring energy in. And I knew somehow it was going to be me, either me, Moses, or anybody that was going out there and lift the team up. And obviously I ended up being a person. And so, I mean, that's all that matters. All right, last cut here because I want everybody to hear this, and we'll get to the line, Shasky. But I do want to hear this. Chris Paul, here's what he had to say. CP3 about Jonathan Kaminga. Man, that was huge. 
our team, we've just been sort of up and down all season with different guys in and out the lineup. You know, um, we missed Dre for some games, missed Steph for two games, had everybody in sack, and me and GP go down. So it's just sort of been next man up, and I think JK showed a, a great deal of professionalism, you know, and not playing early and coming in, he changed the whole game. For a young guy who was deemed immature last year, a guy who was sulking for not playing the playoff, and I get why Kamika was sulking. Because think about this, Shasky, the last 19 regular season games, all right, Andrew Wiggins comes back in the playoffs after missing two months, dealing with personal issues. Kamika, 19 games, which goes back to February 26th of last season, and the end of the regular season. Now, he missed three games in between there, but overall, in 24 minutes, Kamika shot 60% from the floor, gave it 49% from the three-point line, and gave it 13, 14 points a game with four and a half rebounds, two assists, and a lot of energy. And then he doesn't get a sniff in the playoffs, and he takes the brunt of a lot of people saying, oh, well, he's just immature. Oh, well, he's this and that. He's that. The guy was playing well and descending, and he doesn't play. How's a guy who was 20 years old at the time supposed to deal with that? And now you get Chris Paul, who's been in the league forever, saying, you know what? I'm impressed with the pro- with his uh, professionalism. Stephen Curry kind of echoed us in a bit. I'm impressed with his professionalism. This young guy had to sit there for 31 minutes against the Portland Trailblazers, out of all teams, a team that has a lot of guys kind of like Jonathan Kaminga, young, athletic, long, can put pressure on the rim, and he finally gets his chance, and he goes out there and balls out. But the fact that he said, you know, I just know what it is now. I know how to be a pro. We gotta find a way to play this guy. There's no reason why we should go into a game and he's out of the rotation. Like that's that to me is a joke. Well, again, like if you're gonna stay with this roster, something's gotta give. Somebody else well, gotta take a lesser role. Well, if we stay with this roster, or are we talking championship? Guys. Are we talking championship if we're sticking we're with this saying, roster? We're not talking championship. What? Like right now, this is not a championship. It's team. not even a playoff team right yeah, that's now. That's what I'm saying. So, so, like, so what is the goal for the fans? The goal is to try to win as many games as you can. That's what the goal is, to try to maximize the roster. And right now, I do not think that the roster has been maximized. Do you? Absolutely not. Okay, I think it was last year. Okay, then. Like, last season, I mean. You know, like, I, I don't care about past resumes. I don't care about everything that you've done and, and, and what you got coming up in terms of contracts or, you know, why you missed time last year. I don't care about, you know, what you did in the offseason. All I care about is like how do we win enough games to be over 500 come Christmas time? I don't know about that. No, but, I mean, but, but, we just like, need to take it a game at a time. You got three straight games coming up on the road against OKC, but, but, Phoenix, and the Clippers. I need to just take this one game at a time. Forget schedule watching. I'm not even schedule watching. But I'm not going to do it. I feel like Warrior fans are doing these mental gymnastics of constantly contradicting themselves at every turn. The young players aren't ready because we need to win championships. We have to win championships so the young players can't play. But then I look over and I'm like, but yeah, if the veterans aren't championship worthy no, right not. now. They're, they're just not. not. They're like, not. look at who the championship worthy players are. They're all in their primes. They're all in their primes and they're playing good basketball. So form matters. Being in your prime matters. Yeah, The resume is an aspect of it, but like right now your resumes aren't stacking up to your form. Yeah, your form I- is 
so below what your standards are. Yeah. And then I look at the young guys and I say to myself, you could say all you want about, well, if we're playing them, then we're not good enough. Well, guess what? You need to accept your reality. And if you don't play the young players, well, then they'll well, never be good come February, February, March, May, April, when you do is, need them. And then you're going to look into a playoff series like you did last year, and you're going to have five trustable guys. And, and those five trustable guys, when they struggle, one or two or three of them, you won't have any options to turn to. Well, that's why last year was frustrating. Last season was frustrating because you just threw Wiseman and Kaminga and Moody out there and you said, figure it out. And if they struggled, they got the heat from a lot of people. A lot of people. How many calls did we take? They were like, trade the young guys. Forget the two timelines. The two time. Remember that was the thing, the two timelines? Well, guess what? You still have two timelines right now. You still have it with Pajimski and Trace Jackson Davis. But they were about 50. Forget timelines. They're about 50. Every. This time, I think every corporation in America has senior pl uh, people uh, no in, in prominent roles and people at the bottom of the company they're trying to develop. That's every company every on the company. planet. So you can elevate them or promote team. Yes, them every in case team. you got a slash and everything it, like that. But exactly. my problem is last season, last season, you didn't trust the youngsters because by year three, they should have came in flying high, right? And obviously, Moody looks ready. Moody's ready to go. And he stays ready. And he stayed ready last year, which was very confusing even last season when he was getting DMPs. But, 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 he was getting DMPs last year, and it was like, wait a minute. Hey, this, you got to figure out a way to get this guy into the basketball game. Okay, so, but what about this year? Like yesterday, he has 14 points, and he's looking good. And he's, yeah. he's moving without the ball. He's active, and, and he's making plays happen. And then five minutes to go in the game, he's nowhere to be found. He's nowhere to be found. So, like, this thing that you're going to play the best players, then stop reverting back to the old guard well, who aren't in form right now. Well, we played the sound from... October 24th. Now, Moody did play six minutes and 28 seconds in the fourth quarter. He I, was 0 for 3. I don't even remember that. Well, he was 0 for 3 from the floor at 0 for 2, and he may have been a little tired. He played a lot of minutes there. Um, so I, I'm not mad at that. Steph, Clay Thompson actually went 2 of 4 in the last 532, seven points. He was a plus 10 to the plus minus department, if anybody cares. Um, 1 for 2 from 3, 2 for 2 from the free throw line. But Moody, he was 0 for 3 in the fourth quarter. But I, I, I'm with you generally. Moody needs to, Moody's a gamer. He's an absolute gamer. All right, Pajinski's showing that he's a gamer, but he's a rookie. And he's going to have his ebbs and flows. He's going to have his ups and downs. Yeah, I don't, I don't put him put on the same category as Kaminga and, and Moody because they've been he's, here he's for just three slightly years. Slightly below, but this is where last season it goes awry, and you don't play these dudes, and then you play them, and then you don't play them. So Steve Kerr's got to find out a way to be consistent with his rotations. I mean, I, he just has to, and he said that. Listen. He said on October 24th, I'm going to go by a feel thing. And then last Tuesday night in Sacramento, we come in Wednesday morning. Everybody's going crazy because Moody doesn't finish. That's on Kerr. Kerr's got to figure this thing out. Let's get to the lines, man. The lines are jam-packed right now. A lot of people waiting on hold. Let's start off with Uncle Gene. He's been on hold the longest. Uncle Gene, what's happening? You're on the roast. Morning, fellas. Yeah, so while I've been on hold, you guys pretty much covered everything I was going to say. But let me see if I can build on it a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm with you guys. Um, I... Disagree with with uh, Steve Kerr. Agree with you guys. Uh, you know, I've I've long been a um, win now uh, in a win now mode because hell, I'm going to be 78. I can't wait 10 years or even five years for another championship. But uh, I'm ready to say this team absolutely cannot win if they uh, anything if they uh, continue to uh, lean on the core as much as they they have. Just look at last night's game. I mean, the only two. Members of the core that had good games were were Dre and and uh, and Steph. Steph yep. The rest of them had bad games. I mean, they just they look slow. They look old, and you know they've been getting slower and older for years now. Um, uh, so they we need to play the play the young kids. Kaminga, I don't understand why he's 
not getting more minutes. Why they waited till what late in the third period to put him in? They're down eleven, That's Uncle Gene. Crazy. <laughs> Uncle down eleven. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this this is nuts. So I mean, and then where's Jackson Davis? I mean, I love that kid. I want to see more of him. Uh, at this point, if we're going to get anywhere, we're going to have to rely on these young legs because every team with young, big, you know, athletic players uh, are beating us. No matter how badly they're playing against other teams, we we can't stop anybody. So, look, uh, we 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 got to uh, we got to transition and we got to play these kids more. I, I think I think uh, Kerr is. He, on one hand, he's saying you got to lean on the core, but but he's starting to play the kids more. He's playing them in crunch time, so yeah. I think he's he's adjusting. I think he's seeing what's going on, and hopefully he'll make the right changes, and maybe we'll have a shot at something. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, B, it's 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 interesting. Uh, Sam Lubin and I have had this conversation regarding the core, right? And Steph and Dre, I still feel, are playing at a pretty high level, right? So let's move them out of the quote unquote core. The Wiggins Clay Looney thing. It, it just it feels like to me. Whenever there's a shred of optimism, we're clinging to that, and rightfully so, because this is, these guys provided a lot of feel-good, a lot of feel-good for everyone, and Clay obviously, to a much higher degree than those other two guys. But when Lincecum was at the end, he'd have one good start and about four or five mediocre to bad ones, but we'd cling to the one good start, and we'd say, see, he could still, he could still reach it. He could still get back there. I don't think anybody believes Clay Thompson's going to be the Clay Thompson of the world, even when he does show bright spots. I don't know who out there believes Clay Thompson's going to be the Clay Thompson pre-injury Clay Thompson. I don't think anybody's holding on to that. Uh, not not pre-injury, but like, like, he could still touch, you know, like, for example, how many times this morning have you and I, well, maybe if he's hot, he stays in. Like, how many games has he really been hot this year? Yeah, but if he, but that's, we're just talking about rotations. And if you go by feel and he's hot, do you want to set minutes for everybody? Because that's the problem with Moses Moody. Basically, essentially what happened last Tuesday night, Moody comes out and Steve Curry admitted a mistake. Shouldn't have came out. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you may have that situation with a vet who is rolling. Now, that's going to be an entirely different situation for Steve well, Kerr. But let me ask because you Because if you get one of the vets, say if Wiggins or Clay's rolling. Wiggins and has you do, two games. But, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me finish. If you do get a situation in the next two weeks, and they are rolling, because it can happen. It hasn't happened much. But the youngsters also hasn't been consistent to that level to get that leash, right? Agreed. So you do have veterans who have done it before. At a much higher level. And if they are rolling, you're going to pull them because of minutes and saying we got to play the young guys? That's where you could really lose locker room there I, I if mean, you do that. I mean, if you do that, say hypothetically, if Clay's uh-huh. going and he's rolling uh-huh. and he's 10 of 18 or he's 10 of 17, he's lighting up for the three-point line, and we're like, you know what? We played to 26 minutes trying to go to the young guys. It's going to be a hard decision. When was the last time Clay rolled? He just went through a seven-game stretch in which he scored 19 a game. He shot 40% from three, did he not? Yeah, but I, when You're I, when, looking for an individual offensive floats, offensive but explosion. If you're not gonna, you're not getting that. Uh, well, I you're guess, not getting that. I guess where I'm going at is like the common denominator is like like – his way to contribute right now is through scoring. Like that is the primary way he is going to be a contributor all for I'm this roster, is, given where is, he's at. All I'm saying is, if he's scoring and he's rolling and he's scoring and he's giving you that, that's so a hard had, decision. Moody had 14 yesterday. That's a hard, that's was a hard he decision. Rolling? 
I, I don't I guess think maybe so. No, he wasn't rolling. I don't he think wasn't. So no, he's not rolling. I don't he was think so three either. in the fourth quarter. Like when when Wiggins went for thirty one, and I believe he had like twenty nine or twenty seven in another game. He was rolling in those games. Like that's that's what I was like. The the look and the feel. I just feel like you know Clay will have a hot quarter or a nice half. A hot half, and that's it. And that's and that's and that's what he is right now as a third. That's so. I guess, well, what? I guess what I'm saying that's is most you have to third. The temptation. That's that's most third or fourth options yes. in the NBA. Yes, they're not going to give you consistency. They're going to give you a quarter or two. How many times has Austin Reeves been inconsistent, uh, Spadoni? But you know what? You live with it, right? You know you're going to get maybe a quarter or a half. That's most third or fourth options. Yeah, but they're also and that's willing what Clay to adjust. Is. But they're also like Reeves is a good example. He's come off the bench. He's he's not finished no closing time. No doubt. Like they, they've used him no in a doubt. variety of ways. It feels like that's non-negotiable. Well, I, for Clay I, see, Thompson. I wouldn't say that because last year Clay Thompson attempted 18 shots per game. Think about this. He attempted 18 shots per game. This year he's attempting 13 shots a game. That's five less shots for a shooter. All right, threes. Okay. He averaged nearly 11 three-point attempts per game. He's now down to seven point eight. Well, I mean, he's so I would say shooting a career. I would low. say I would say he has adjusted to not taking a lot of shots. No, you're talking about when he's on the court. I'm saying he's on the court too much. Well, he's averaging twenty nine minutes, which is down from thirty three minutes last year. So the minutes are already down. So we're talking about adjustments. Quietly, he has adjusted, right? I don't know. Now, if you want him to take less minutes, then fine. I'll listen to that. But if we're talking about sacrificing. He kind of has already. I don't think I'm not enough. saying he's been good, and I don't say it's, I don't I'm not know. saying I'm, it's good enough. But if you're saying that he has to sacrifice, I will say you're lying. I will say you're not watching enough because he's taking less five shots per game than he did last year. He's taking three but less threes than he did last year. Only so, so there has sacrifice. Like it's we're talking about Wiggins, Clay, Looney, right? That's essentially what most people are talking about: Wiggins, Clay, Looney, and maybe CP3 down the stretch. Those are the positions that are being blocked for Kaminga. And Moody, like those are them. So it's literally a give and take amongst those guys and those other two players. So something has to give if you want those other guys to flourish. Right. Well, I'm just saying that the raw data is telling you that Clay has given a little bit back. That's all I'm saying. Now, if you want him to give a little bit more, fine. I'll, I'll listen to that. But he had, he's taken five less shots than last year. He, Clay Thompson, his last three full seasons, averaged 18 shot attempts per game. He's down to 13, folks. He's down to 13. Let's go to the lines. Uh, Robert at San Jose. Robert, what's happening? Uh, thanks for taking my call, fellas. Uh, you guys have gone over some of the things I was thinking about. But uh, moving forward, is there a big man available out there for the Warriors to maybe package Wiggins and Looney and go and get? Because the big man is back in the NBA. If you look at all the teams in the West, Chet Holmgren and and – Everyone, the Joker, both L.A. teams have big guys. We need a legitimate center. Can Wiggins and Looney together, I guess that's about uh, $33 million, is there a guy out there that the Warriors could possibly get to make the game easier for Steph and Clay to play inside out more, uh, to give them easier shots? Moody needs more time. I think Brzezinski deserves 15 to 17 yeah. minutes a game, so- as well as Kaminga needs to start. So if we move Looney and Wiggins, can you go get a legitimate big man? Is that I, I, a possibility I, I, out there? I, I guess anything is possible, but I don't know who's available, to be honest with you. I don't know who's available. I got a question for everybody. Because I, I, 
I'm here to say the young guys should play. I thought the young guys should have played last year. I think we were the only guys in this market to defend the youngsters. Honestly, got it. But I think people forget that. You know, we all have short-term memories out here. I love the young people. I think people forget how much we love Jonathan Kaminga on this show. Been big Jonathan Kaminga fans forever. But I want to know now. If we do play the youngsters and you hear from Steve Kerr saying, you know, there's going to be sacrifice and it's going to change the goal. What do Warrior fans want to get out of this season? Obviously, championship, we all want championships. We get that. But what do we want to accomplish as Warrior fans this season? I want to know that this team has a chance to win a championship in the last couple of years of Steph Curry's career. Okay. Not just for this year. It's okay. also the encouragement of moving forward. And it right now... I don't feel that same level of hope that I had just a year ago. Like a year ago, I was like, oh, they're going to get back to one more finals. I can feel it. Right now, I do not think they're going to get Did back. Did you feel like that after the Denver game? I, no. Like, I felt a lot of people. A lot of people were encouraged after the Denver game. And it, as we were giving away Capri Suns and fruit snacks, I'm like, damn, we, we're loving moral victories around but here. It now. was one game. Like, but, 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 but no, but think about how people were hyped. They were really encouraged by that game. Well, like, okay. They were encouraged. And I just thought, I said, boy, we got some young athletic teams coming in. And I don't, I don't know how we, how well we match up against that. I don't know. Being encouraged off one game versus like the body of work of the multiple months is, is to me, there's a no. Distinction. We came in here, Spinoni. Remember yeah, after we the Denver excited. game, everybody's giving out gold medals for that game. But they also had a good record at that time, and the form, That's and the backdrop, the backdrop of playing well. They've now played bad, poor basketball for a long stretch. I agree. I totally agree. So I think my my because younger changed. athletic teams. Have come in and showed the Warriors that they don't have the speed to keep up with them or the size. So eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. What do Warrior fans want to get out of the season? What do we want? What I mean, do we want? To, obviously, a championship's number one. We all get that. We want to win number five. But what else do you want to accomplish? Is it playing the youngsters more? Is it moving on from some of the old guys? Is it trades? What what do we want? I'm that's another warrior fan. To me, like as 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 a warrior fan, like I'm sitting here, I'm saying I feel like they owe it to themselves to see before they move off of Moody and Kaminga. Could we just see if they're any good? I think we know they're okay. They're fine, but are they good enough to get you to a championship? Are they good enough to get you to the playoffs? Are they a playoff team if you do just commit solely to the youngsters and don't play the vets? I don't know. And then 8957-9570, we're going to get to everybody. Tim and Riley, hang tight. Kim in San Jose, Casey and Marin, you guys are on deck here, as well as Sean in Oakland. Uh, you're all coming up, brought to you by Flag and Anthem. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.